Go ahead. You go. You're good. <laughs> Hello, all-star clients, and welcome to another episode of the Veterinary Roundtable presented by All-Star Veterinary Clinic. For our new listeners, let's break down the format of the Veterinary Roundtable. First, we're going to introduce you to our wonderful guests. Second, we'll break the ice with a few icebreakers, regardless of how well we know the guests on each episode. Third, we'll jump into case collections where each of us will share an interesting case we've recently encountered. And lastly, client questions where we'll try our hardest to answer a question or concern from one of our clients. Wow. Okay. So they're very repetitive every every time we do this. Oh, here's it. (laughs) On today's episode, we have co host and associate veterinarian. Me? The bomb, Dr. Ashlyn Dugwell. The Ashlyn Dugwell. The Ashlyn Dugwell. <laughs> it needs to be coming like an echo. <laughs> there you go. Um, we have Harrison as listed as dental expert. No. <laughs> I knew she would say that. I was like, I read that and I was like, absolutely not. Um, I would say like a dental enthusiast. That's a great way to describe right? it. I would say I'm not qualified. With years expert. and years. Yeah. I think years, years of experience, of experience. An enthusiast. <laughs> an enthusiast. It makes you a fantastic, educated enthusiast. Diehard yeah. fan of teeth. Yes. <laughs> That's better than expert. <laughs> Dr. Carla Cloud. And then we have Dr. Lauren Schmoke. Hello. <laughs> she's a newbie, but is learning quickly. Yeah. Couldn't even tell. Because, tell yeah, exactly. Another dental guru here at the practice. And then myself. Co-founder and head veterinarian, Dr. Emily Mary King. (laughs) (laughs) Such a dark. Okay, so how's it? Carla, also, we should mention, traveled in. Yes. Oh, my gosh. We thought With she her was two be MIA. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for coming in. Oh, you're welcome. They really want it. it was Ralphie and Randy that got me in. They got you in. The uh, two cats. The kids wanted to see the cats. Yeah. yeah so. Well, thanks for coming in on your yeah. day off. No problem. And Schmoke, you've been stuck here. So, <laughs> yeah. but thanks for being here and staying yeah, late. Thanks for staying. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. You should be thanking Happy people more often. Thank you for thank being you. here. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you're awesome. Wow. Just okay. Great. Okay. <laughs> but we're also very hungry. So we'll move along. Yes. Yes. Okay. Icebreakers. Mm-hmm. What is your worst dating story? Smoke. Oh, okay. Hot seat. I was actually talking to my husband about this last night, yeah. and I had a lot of options. Oh, you did? <laughs> oh, no. And he told me I couldn't say a couple of them. So <laughs> I'm going to run it by him. Last one. It's <laughs> for a different time. Um, anyways, went to the movies. That was our date. And I forget what movie it was, but it was very busy. We walk in like last minute and it's so packed that we ended up sitting separate and he was totally fine with it. <laughs> See you later. Yes. Oh See you the show. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. So, bad. so you um, watched the movie separately. I watched the movie by myself. And you said when you got done with that movie, so help me if you ever... <laughs> Now we order like seats. Yeah, there you go. That's a Harrison thing. Harrison is always like, I got us tickets. Like, you know, now that that's a thing. Back when (laughs) we were growing up, that that was never a thing. No, you just go. You just went and you just picked, you just got there early or. And there weren't reclining seats either. There were not. Or you can't have dinner and and a drink. No, no, there was none of that. There was just stale popcorn and. Although the last two times we've gone to the movies, there's been no one there to collect the tickets. You could just walk right in. Really? So why even buy a ticket? That's a question. Always buy a ticket. Don't do. I mean, always support your local theater. (laughs) Don't listen to Carla. Uh, Although Johnny went to the movies 
I don't remember when it was. And they were, it was, they went to an R movie. And so I don't remember. Do you know what movie that was, Harrison? I don't know. And they weren't supposed to be able to go, but they just went, they just bought tickets for another movie and then went to that movie. Yeah. Because you can just go in the hallway and you've got all the selections. Yeah, right. in the world. yeah exactly. So there so was nobody was the watching. Movie? I don't remember what it was. Oh. I think maybe Beauty and the Beast. It's been a while. Oh, it's even the cute one. Yeah. Oh. It's fine. We in, we kept so dating. got married. We got <laughs> kept married. dating. You got married. That's okay. It's we water under the bridge. Chance. Yeah. Okay. Carla, what about you? Okay, I didn't know that we were having questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say this would be um, all my dating experiences before I met Todd. Okay, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's a good Kudos one. Kudos to Todd. Oh, very good. It's yeah. a good one. He's well, a thank guy. <laughs> Mine would be with Richie when I went on my first date with Richie he had it was raining and hot we were in Tennessee and we he had this Toyota tr- pickup truck that was like a like one of those smaller like pickup trucks like the mini ones that like aren't even supposed to be a truck but yeah. they make them into a truck kind of <laughs> truck and so it had no air conditioning and oh. it was um raining and so the windows were fogging up and everything we had to go to an ATM okay and so he tried to get money out couldn't get money out he had no money. So, <laughs> so I had to pay for the date. I was like, this is going nowhere. <laughs> Meanwhile, wow. back at the ranch. We're back married with five kids. Okay, Five kids and a bit. Exactly. exactly. Wow. What about you, Doug? Um, mine was when Charles and I, he planned this trip to Indiana Beach. Mm-hmm. And we go down there. And we get there. And first... We stay in this place that, I'm not kidding, gave me the heebie-jeebies. I was like, there had to be a murder here, right? Like, this is creepy. So I was like, okay, but it's fine. We'll have fun. Um, And then most of the water slides and everything were not working. They were down. Nothing 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 was was working. working. (laughs) And we go to Indiana Beach for the water slides and stuff. So we left. We just left. We ended up going up to Michigan. (laughs) Oh my god! Drove three hours up north. Ended up being great because we yeah. stayed at his uncle's, um, not cabin, but little lake house thing up there. But at first, it was looking very grim. Nothing was working when you get there. <laughs> You're like, there's not more than corn. Yeah, in Indiana. Was it when it was like going out of business? Yeah, that's sold? what I was going to say. Is like, um, like it was like in a weird period. Is it still open? Did, they still have that? did they reopen know. it? I, I don't know don't if they know. reopened it or not because they closed it. Right, they sold it. Yeah, and then. I don't know if it ever reopened or not. I can't remember. I think it was very much open and not sold, just very broken. Nothing <laughs> very broken. Yeah, very broken. It was right before it got yes. sold. <laughs> Something like that. Okay, okay, question number two. If you had to be one body part, what would it be and why? Cloud. One body part? I would say... I would say wouldn't. Can I answer with what I wouldn't want to be? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I would say not the nose. Like okay. If I could not be a nose. Like because sometimes things smell gross. Yeah. It's true. And it makes you feel like – Make you spiral into a whole bunch of feelings. Yes. I would reactions. not want to be a nose. Okay. Here, there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Smoke. Um, I would say – can I say taste buds? Sure. Oh. Okay. Food, wine, sweets. Yeah. That's what I would be. Okay. That's a good one. That's you like all one. of that? Uh-huh. So you just don't buy it so that you don't eat it? 
Because you don't look like you eat no, it. No, I eat it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's still young enough. I can eat all of it. I eat all of it. As a matter of fact, when I go home. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. I would. What are you thinking I would say? Because you're looking at it as I don't if you know. know what I would say. I don't know. I feel like yours would be very off the cuff. Mine's, I think, off the cuff. I would say mine would be my neck because I control the head. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say thumbs. <laughs> oh, thumbs. That would have been good, too. You can't do anything without these guys. You cannot you thumbs do all the time. Thumbs. You're right. Exactly. That was interesting. That was an interesting question. <laughs> very interesting question. I was not expecting that. So... Wow, we're moving through nicely. Case collections. Mm-hmm. Did you find that picture, Harrison Branch? Can you find a picture, please, of the interesting case? Name. What? He's in trouble. Use the middle name. Right? Branch? Y- yep. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Which, now that we're coming into March Madness, uh, down there at the bottom on your list. See that? Yeah. Uh, put dog. Oh, yeah. Okay, pick. Oh, yeah. Pick that second one in from the, the, don't you think? That's a pretty good. Okay. Is that what your dog Go Smokies. Okay, go Smokes. You explain the case. What? Smoke and I picked the same case. Okay. So I had a (laughs) (laughs) seven-month-old female golden retriever come in and doing great, except it has like bug eyes. Like the picture <laughs> and on the it looks it looks like this picture that we'll show you. Aww. But um acting great, no other issues, what? but its eyes were like bulging out of its head. And the weirdest part was that the whites of the dog's eyes were also like really mm-hmm. swollen and puffy. Mm-hmm. Like looked like marshmallow. Mm-hmm. It was so weird. Mm-hmm. So I Went and found Dr. King. <laughs> yeah, like, like this has to be something specific. <laughs> I went and found Dr. King. <laughs> How did I diagnose this patient? King I went and found probably Dr. King. Seen something you like already it. were figuring it out. Yes. <laughs> and she knew what it was. You've seen it one time before? I'd seen it one other time before. I guess you yeah. really can't rare. forget that. Nope. I mean, that, no. Like, because yeah. it was hard to figure out because I was in the boat that she was in trying to figure it out. And you're like, okay, my pressures are normal. There was no stain wow. uptake right. and then it was a retriever yeah, that was the other was clue both. that was a retriever yeah oh, okay both eyes um, so it would like retro ball bar like you could like push it yeah mm-hmm. so, so it's like not think of my ass or yeah yeah you could push and, and yeah it's usually in young yeah usually um, um there's certain breeds that it's common in golden retrievers are one labs mm-hmm. are one um dobermans there's a couple others but usually less than a year of age healthy no mm-hmm. other issues and it's very acute comes on and owners will bring dogs in usually within like that <laughs> yeah yeah like, oh, hey my no. dog went from this is this yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean it looks like those yeah it's just wrong looking but, do they get dry eyed like because they're yeah. like, sticking out are they really sticking out or are they just yeah they are protruding yeah, yeah. what huh. yeah it's really so because like, it's really exophthalmia really? not big globes it's mm-hmm. like they're being shoved out of the yeah. socket because so their lids close over their muscles are Does all it? swollen and inflamed wow yeah so the stock could still blink but um yeah it's swelling of the muscles that control the eye because it's an mm-hmm. immune mediated disease oh. and then the treatment is to start immunosuppressive steroids and they respond hmm. pretty quickly like within a week and you just take them off of it then eventually or is it like a chronic thing it flares up every once in a while like 
Yeah, you taper off of it um, slowly so it doesn't come back, and then usually they're good. Oh, can okay. come back, but and there's no yeah. so it's autoimmune, so it's not like some of those diseases where some things can cause the. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Triggering yeah. it. So mm-hmm. there's just randomly. No, this is just, yeah, it's idiopathic. It it's yeah. just bizarre. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I saw it in one gold, one other golden retriever and I didn't, of course, know what it was. And so then I was like venting everything. Yeah. I'm like, big eyeballs. Like, you know, <laughs> like you're like, okay, eyeballs coming out of the head, golden retriever. Shih tzu eyes in a golden retriever. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and it's just, it's very, and so, yeah. It's just one of those things. Huh. Now that you guys have seen it. Yeah. Never forget that. You'll yeah. never forget yeah. it. Actually, I will. I'll be like, remember that one time? That one thing. And that's <laughs> what that that's what I did to her. I was like, it's something. Hold on a second. <laughs> I know what it is. I know what it is. <laughs> I treated wow. it. I can't. Something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's Ooh, a cool case. Did you put on the zebra wall? We did. Yeah, <gasps> we did. It was my first one. I was going to say, wall. your first one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We should have like another... Like a bell or something, when we add something. Oh, we could have yeah. like a ringer at the top of yes. the thing. That'd be Dudley awesome. just added one today too. Yeah, we needed so to be like, we need coming. to ring that sucker and then yep. put a buck in or something. Hey, I got you a bell that says "ring for beer." Oh, we'll just bring that just, in there. Just... People will be like, "Oh yeah, there's another bad case." <laughs> <laughs> All the staff will be like, "Oh, there goes another one." Yeah. yeah. So okay. anyway, that was my case too. That was the one I was like, "Ooh, super excited." Yeah, that's very very interesting. Yeah. It's kind of cool. And it looks kind of cool. And it's cool because you fix them right away. I didn't yeah. know it was a thing. Yeah, it's I didn't either. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I think it's so interesting that you can see something like that and you may not see another one for however many years. Yeah. And then you might not, you know what I mean? Like over the right. course of like, because I'm old, like, so I'm like, However Your spring years. chicken. Oh, stop it. Um, repeating your difficult cases now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like 26 years, I've seen that twice. Yeah, that's in twenty six. That's years. also good perspective. For so sure. it's not very. It's not like a common thing, but yeah. it's yeah. Anyway, interesting. Wow. Wow. Okay, Carla. What about you? Carla? Um. Well, I did think about this. I asked Harrison. I was like, "Do I need to have a case?" And he was like, "Maybe." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um. I thought it kind of tied into like what our question later would be. But sure. It was actually Becca's parents' dog, Moose. Mm-hmm. Um, he came in for just like a routine dental and a mass removal. And there was like this really weird little notch in one of his canines. And it was just in the enamel. And you really wouldn't think it didn't look like anything. It was just like a weird little nick on it. And then on x-ray, I thought, well, maybe there, it's starting to abscess. But you, I don't know. It wasn't really definitive. And then when we cleaned it, it was really painful for him like under anesthesia like every time you touch that spot like his heart rate would go up hmm. so we ended up extracting the tooth and then becca said that he's eating better than he's ever eaten his entire life well, oh my gosh too. so it was, it was just really like weird, painful yeah and you would like not have known you know yeah because he's a, is he a lab a he's, golden retriever lab or no, lab or he's something? like a i don't know what he a lab Pity, make something. I mean, like so that. they're food driven. So he probably still was able to like persevere and eat yeah, something. And so maybe eat. then people are like, oh, uh, you know, they're still eating. Yeah. Eat but th- then when you fix it, it you can yeah. see that they really are happy wow. about eating. Yeah. Was it like the enamel was chipped enough to get just to the pulp cavity or it's like a no, separate? No, it was okay. like just barely through the enamel. So wow. it must have been enough to expose some like dentin and stuff underneath yeah. to let it get through. But. It wasn't like the crown tip. It was just like in the center of the tooth, like something and maybe hit it and chipped it that oh, way. Oh, chipped it that way. Oh, fascinating. fascinating. Yeah. It's weird. Glad we're talking about dentals because they are important. Yes, yeah. they are. Hence the reason. Yeah. 
What's your case? Um, I was waffling through a couple, but I decided on this really sweet older um, cavalier. She came in to me one time for I had seen her for other things, but came in for just like recent kind of gagging, hacking. So kind of going through the most common things of, you know, is it um, tracheobronchitis? Is it esophagitis? You know, something like that. And we kind of walk through, is it GI or respiratory? So went through some supportive care through that. She responded really well. And one of those supportive care things was um, an oral anti-inflammatory. So once we got her off of it, it was there, but not as prominent, but it still kept happening. And then there was something like, she kind of had a decreased appetite. So we investigated with chest x-rays because I was like, well, let's just start looking. And we included the throat. And unfortunately, in the chest x-rays, we saw some masses in her lungs. So the way they looked, they were small. We're like, huh, I'm really concerned this is coming from somewhere else. But we talked about options of further investigating where we want to go from there. So they d- decided to pursue it with an oncologist. And um, while they were intubating to get ready to do samples of lung mass, they actually saw back in her tonsils, she had masses on the back oh, of wow. her tonsils. Um, and so by that, the oncologist knew, well, it's probably squamous cell carcinoma of the tonsils and it likes, it loves to go to the lungs. It's fairly um, aggressive with the metastasis too. So that was, it kind of all tied together there. Um, but it did explain her kind of like weird gagging. And yeah. the other thing is interesting because it does respond best to an anti-inflammatory for mm. like palliative care. So that's mm. why she probably got a little better too. But they are, they did pursue... Um, chemotherapy. So she's still doing that right now and, um, hanging in there from what I've heard. So how old is she? 12 or 13. It's Clarice. Okay. Oh, it's Clarice Robinson. I love Judy Robinson. They're fantastic. And And Carly is the daughter. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So once it, once I saw, you know, one thing led to another, but, um, yeah, so they're going through chemo and hopefully keep her comfortable. Where is she doing chemo? She's at she's at VCA. I had okay. to think about that. She's at VCA. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh good. let me think about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they got her in quickly and they got things rolling and they actually sent pictures too of the tonsils. So that was helpful because I've looked in her mouth, but you can't yeah. when they're awake, there's there. no way. Yeah. So yeah. Fascinating. It is fascinating. Yeah. They're they're a great family. They're amazing. Yeah. And she's so cute. <laughs> Oh my gosh, her overbite. She's like, I know, she's so bad. I remember when they got her as a puppy because she's been coming since she was a puppy Mm -hmm. because they had a golden retriever that they had lost. I had met them because we saw them on emergency for uh, their dog had a hemangiosarcoma. Basically, it was bleeding out. And so, um, and then they got Buster and Clarice, you know, as, you know, two other dogs, the next set of dogs or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. Great people. Yeah, she's a neat person. She's an OBGYN and mm-hmm. works with people that, um, you know, uh, she works downtown and works in some facilities where people don't have medical care. Okay. So it's that. really That's neat. Cool. Yeah, she's a really neat person. Yeah. Anyway. A little bit, a little bit about Judy Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. so fingers crossed for Clarice. Good vibes going our way. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So on to mm. the topic of the week, yeah. which is dentistry. Mm-hmm. Which is why we have the two enthusiasts. That's right. AKA experts, not experts. Okay. That's right. So our question comes from Becky. And Becky, I can never figure out the correct way to say her name. 
So Becky has been a client forever and she um has always listened to the podcast and she's she's had two dogs. This is Keebler's her second dog. Um and um anyway, so it comes from Becky Schumacher. Schumacher. It looks like Shoemake. Shoemake. Isn't that Shoemake? That's how I would Shoemake. Okay, we're going with that. I don't know. Hey yeah. Becky, okay. <laughs> just listening. <laughs> so, how can one tell if an elderly dog is having teeth sensitivity, and what, in your opinion, is the best treat for elderly dogs with possible dental sensitivity? Mm. This, this is a great, great question. question. And she has an <laughs> elderly great. dog. I mean, she's elderly. Yeah, like the dog. Yeah, you know the dog's yeah. very elderly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fragile. Who wants to? Start? I'm just kidding. <laughs> she's really start? sweet. Sure, I'll start. Okay. Okay. Um, That's a good question. I think that's a tricky question because there can definitely be obvious signs, but then sometimes dogs won't show any signs and they could have sensitivity in the mouth. Um, So the more obvious signs would be um, like chattering. You're looking Mm -hmm. at your dog's mouth or trying to manipulate it and they can do like a, I don't know how to describe it. They kind of shiver Yeah, like if you think of like teeth chattering like comically, you know, like when they're cold. Yeah. Make that noise. Um, sometimes they'll have increased saliva, um, kind of drooliness. Um, if they're a messy eater or if they start dropping food that they don't normally do, or if you're really in tune to how they eat, sometimes you could pick up that they chew on one side of the mouth. I feel like that'd be hard to tell, but mm-hmm. you might be able to see that. Um, then other times they just live with discomfort and you really don't know. So... I feel like that's more common that people um, will bring their dogs in and we're doing annual exam and we'll find something that really is painful, but they had no idea because they are dogs and they eat through that. So I think it's good just to have those oral health exams to look for things that could be causing sensitivity. Yeah. I think that was. I mean, I think, well, she got it. Job's done. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I would say that most of the dogs don't show pain because, yeah. you know, dental disease is a chronic disease. So it's not, you know, like a broken leg where it's like they're fine and then they're not fine. It's, you know, over the long period of time, they've learned to just live with it. They don't know mm-hmm. that their mouth's not supposed to feel like that unless you get like a tooth root abscess or something that's like an acute problem on top of a chronic problem then sometimes they'll get the swelling even if their face is swollen they still yeah i just saw him the other day and he's still happy as a clam didn't even know his face was swollen right yeah Yeah, you find Mm -hmm. the tooth lying there in the food bowl or you know on their bed and the tooth is just like falling out Mm -hmm. you know so i think a lot of times you don't recognize any oral pain but then you know all the things Dr. Schmoke said, and then maybe like dropping food and picking it back up, you know, to reposition it to the side that's not painful. Um, if it's like a mixed diet, preferring the wet over the dry. Mm-hmm. Odor too, probably. Yeah. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not always, but yeah, sometimes. A bad odor. Yep. That's like, then that's like your big sign. Like, that's like, <laughs> <laughs> do something now. I can smell your mouth from here. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I think that bad breath on dogs, we just think, oh, dogs have bad breath, but like, they're not really supposed to have. They're bad not breath. supposed yeah. to. Right. Cats aren't supposed to have bad breath either. Right. It's because they don't brush. Like if we never brushed and flossed, we'd have bad breath too. Yeah. You know. Yep. Yeah. I normal. think definitely in the annual exams too. I maybe they don't have a lot of out outward dental disease, but they're really uncomfortable when they just even lift up the lip mm-hmm. and they're like shying away. They're trying to nip. Like if it's a dog, especially that's not normal. Normally doing that, that's a big thing. Um, honestly, there was. 
there's multiple cases where I'll be like, well, the you know dental disease is there, but it's not terrible on the outside. And then we go get the cleaning. They have a lot of tooth pulled. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, he's doing great. He's happy and eating great. And I'm like, oh, yeah. all right, God, we did that, you know? Right. So it's just so variable, like what you find and what you have to remove. And Yeah, I think that's usually the biggest concern is people are like, well, how is my dog, how's my dog mm-hmm. going to eat? without the mm-hmm. teeth and it's always they eat better without the teeth than with the teeth because mm-hmm. the pain is gone mm-hmm. yep. yep it's pretty amazing same thing with cats too yeah because mm-hmm. i mean cats will just keep the dry food and everything yep. no teeth yeah <laughs> i mean yeah, the teeth aren't designed to chew the kibble anyways their mm-hmm. teeth are designed for like shearing and tearing the kibble is Pieces. how we feed them right you hear it like them moving around in their mouth but they're not actually really chewing it because they want hence to when they it. vomit it's the kibble, the kibble. <laughs> exactly <laughs> where you can just like spread it out dry it out throw it back <laughs> in the bowl <laughs> there you go there you go next meal ready exactly next yeah. meal yeah um what do you guys think are some of the reasons why people so go back to like some of the stuff that we were talking about at the last doctor's meeting in terms of you know there's a high percentage of pets over the age of three like basically mm-hmm dental disease is is present after the age of three and like a huge percentage of pets yeah it's like Uh, i cannot remember the number i actually just read it yesterday or today but i can't remember the number but it's pretty it's pretty large for them to be in stage one by the age three which is gingivitis which is Mm -hmm. the first Mm -hmm. stage of periodontal disease like if you have gingivitis you would go to the dentist and they would say you need to really be flossing every day and come back in six months Right. Right. You know, after you're cleaning and stuff. So and I I would say not just a high percentage, but most dogs have stage one by the time they're three. Mm. And that's when yeah. the first cleaning is recommended. And what why what happened when they see the plaque on the tooth? What is that usually an indication of? Like Once they see tartar and like plaque building up on the tooth, is that an indication that they've got some more advanced disease or is it just no, don't we don't know. really have to use tartar to stage it. It's mm-hmm. more based on like gum tissue and bone tissue, like the health of that. Wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm. Like the tartar, we use it as like a guide because we can see that, mm-hmm. but it's not part of the staging of your periodontal disease. So what are the stages of do you want me to do it? You want to sure. do it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't let me steal the show. I'm going to talk all day. I'm an enthusiast. So. I mean, there's stage. <laughs> Love those two. Uh, you know, there's stage zero, which is, you know, no tartar, no gingivitis. And you were stage- just born. Yes. Yeah. You're like just getting Welcome your adult teeth in. You're age one. Right. Um, you know, and then there's stage one, which is just gingivitis. And then there's stage two, which is, and then gingivitis is there the rest of the time once you get it. And then stage two is determined by the degree of bone loss in your periodontal disease. So if there's zero to 25% of bone loss along the tooth root, that would be a stage two. Stage three is 25 to 50% of the bone along like the tooth root. So now like when you're looking and you're lifting the lip, a lot of times you'll see that tartar going up into the gum line. Well, the tartar can only go up on the gum if there's no gum there. Mm. So you know that you're having a lot of bone loss. And then stage four is 50% or greater. And that you determine by radiographs. Yes. The bone loss. Yeah. I mean, unless like... We got to get on a TED Talk now. (laughs) Yeah. About the radiographs? Just, yes. Radiographs, they're needed, but that's also part of our procedure. Like we don't just go in and clean the teeth and polish them. Like we talked about... Yeah. We've 
yeah, I've been having some pushback and stuff, but I've been like, it's very important that people realize we don't just go in there and clean teeth and wake them up. We do the x-rays. Right. So then these lovely ladies can look at them and decide like how severe it is because you can't always see on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. I would say Thank most of the time you can't see. <laughs> Right? Don't, yeah. Isn't that what they say? I don't know what they but they say. Majority of the dental diseases below, below yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, what you can't see okay. unless it's so severe and like the tartar is chipped you off. Can you can actually see the roots. See the roots and like the little, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, like where they attach on and all that. Harrison, then, do you see any pictures? Google them. pictures for canine periodontal disease. <gasps> They're yes. so gross. I was working on that little sheet, you know. Where I was like, oh, I'm gonna make a sheet and you know for the rooms and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's not pretty. So. There we go. Okay. That's some significant gingivitis. Ooh. Where's the chart? See that chart in the middle, Harrison, right there that says. Yeah, that one shows all the little stages. The top is dog and the bottom is cat. Because you can't forget our cats either. There you go. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Although I feel like cats (laughs) present very differently than dogs. You know, Cats will get some tartar, but they really get gingivitis and inflammation mm-hmm. in their mouth more so than dogs do. Yeah, that's so. So, say we have an older patient, so it's recommended that we just routinely clean dogs' teeth. Yeah. And one of the questions we always get is, "Oh, it's just so expensive." Yeah. And so, I think to your point of, yeah, it's not just you know a scaling. Of course, we have to immobilize the dog in order to be able to examine all the surfaces of the teeth. Yeah. But then also. We take the x-rays of the teeth and then you have enthusiasts slash very well educated <laughs> individuals reading the x-rays and then making determinations on whether or not the the health of the tooth is, you know, yeah. okay. I yep. mean, we also examine the mouth. We have a little probe and we, mm-hmm. you know, probe the pockets around all the teeth and, you know, so it does take time, you know, and yeah. then you're looking at the tongue, you're looking at the cheeks, you're looking, you know, like. What your dentist does. Yeah, it's a complete oral exam. Yeah, a good yeah. Oral. yeah And then exactly. when you do extract, <laughs> when you extract teeth, it's it's a surgical procedure because you have to take away, you have to cut into the gum, take away bone, and then suture it back up. So it's just like, I mean, obviously it's not like going into the abdomen, but it's still a surgery, which right. I think sometimes it's easy to forget. We don't tie a little uh, string to it and just yank it. Shut the door. <laughs> yeah, shut the door. Yeah, exactly. I mean, sometimes you can probably yeah. with some, <laughs> some of the of teeth them. you see, but Stage four usually four. that's not, yeah, usually you're not that lucky yeah. to do a surgery. So what, to answer Becky's question, yeah. what do you do if you're a senior pet and your pet has periodontal disease or, now her question might be slightly different because she thinks that I think we could like answer tooth sensitivity, do you know what I'm saying, yeah. versus... yeah. I feel like we could answer it two ways. One, you could say, well, age is not a disease. Right. So as long as your pet doesn't have other, you know, diseases going on that would prevent it from anesthesia, Mm -hmm. um, then maybe doing a dental would be your best bet for the dog to give them pain-free eating and Mm -hmm. treats. Or if, you know, anesthesia isn't possible, then I would say probably some sort of soft, something soft you would Mm -hmm. want. Yeah. Treat-wise, no hard kibble. What are your thoughts on the pulse therapy antibiotics if they can't undergo anesthesia? Yeah, if you can't, then sometimes that's all you yeah. can do, just knowing that you're just keeping that infection under like control. A yeah. yeah, you're just treating those abscesses. You're not treating anything The pain else. associated yeah. with the... Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're just treating abscess pain. Where does the pain come from most of the time with dental disease? Like you were talking about your case where there was a break in the enamel and then, you know, but where like 
Is it just the gingiva that's causing most of the pain? Is it actually bone pain in the tooth, like the tooth roots causing pain? All of it? I think all of it. I think you could see like pain from the inflammation. If there's a fracture, you could see pain from, you know, pulp exposure where the nerve actually lives like inside the tooth. Or if there's an abscess, then that pain within your jaw bone. I've never had a tooth root abscess, but people say it's People say it's horrible. Yeah. yeah. I had a and guy in the like, clinic. Live with that. Yeah. I had a guy in the clinic and he's like, I got to get some antibiotics. You know, I've got an abscess. And, I'm oh, gonna the... and he was like miserable. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow. So I think it's pretty uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. But dogs can't say like, oh, man, that really, yeah. really hurts. They're just like, oh, hey, you're home. Hi. Yeah. You know. Uh, but, you know, I do agree. One of you guys said like how much different they act yeah. after you take care of, oh my what, gosh, you know, yeah. like you find a problem. Yeah. And then you take care of it. And then the difference, like, oh, they're picking up these toys or, oh, they yeah. used to do this. And now, mm-hmm. and they didn't for so long. I thought it was just because they were getting older. And then. Right. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. Yeah, that's the best part about it. So you can fix problems. One of the few things I feel like you can, like, <laughs> can start, finish, done. Yeah. Better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Smoke, do you have anything else to add? <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys have heard of the anesthesia free cleanings, but I think it's important to talk about why we do dentals under anesthesia. Um they are out there and some people will come in and say, yeah. well, why can't mm-hmm. I just take my dog and have it basically all that tartar that you see, it's kind of just picked off and some dogs will allow it. Some dogs won't, but I think everything we're talking about, um, requires anesthesia. So they wouldn't tolerate us taking x-rays unless they were under anesthesia. No dog's going to lay still for that um, and have their mouth open and manipulated and everything. They also have to be very still for all of that. Um, and then, like Dr. Cloud said, we probe around the teeth to look for pockets and infection and to see if the teeth are mobile. And then that will help us determine if we need to extract them. So the anesthesia-free cleanings that are out there it's not looking at what's under the gum tissue. And a lot of times you're just prolonging the disease and not addressing anything. So, yeah. 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 That's a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. be a cosmetic procedure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just making the teeth look white. Look better. Yeah. yeah. And maybe that's all the dog needs. But, I mean, you don't know if there's a problem unless you make sure you're diagnosing. I think I was on um, – I was – on one of our webs, one of the websites that I look at, it's um, a workplace website, and one of the board specialists, the dental, the dentistry, because I was actually looking at the loops. She had a recommendation for loops, and so I was like, I texted her in Ignite, and was like, "Where'd you find your loops or whatever?" And she was texting me back. Anyway, for, for tiny head people, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so she said that the World Small Animal Association (WSA) they say now that it's required like to do dentistry properly. It's required to have dental x-ray. Yeah. You have to have proper magnification, proper light, dental x-ray. Those are the three things, yeah. digital x-ray. Those are the three things that are required to be able to. Makes sense. Yeah. And so I think a lot of times too, I think people are comparing apples to oranges, Yeah, you know, um, when they're coming from, at least for us, it seems like sometimes when we have people coming from other practices or other parts of the country or mm-hmm. what, or maybe even never having the dental, yeah. the x-rays are really the whole key to everything. You yeah. can't extract a tooth and know necessarily that you got the entire tooth. Right. That's what I want to say. There's a lot of 
I get a lot of pushback um, about our process because maybe they've gone to another clinic and teeth have come out, but who's to say they did an x-ray to make sure the whole thing came out? Like that right. is a very common thing, especially before they established as x-rays were, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. oh, it was, I'm sure it was things. all the time before we yeah. ever, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, yeah. back in the day, that wasn't a thing that we could do financially mm-hmm. to buy the equipment. Like you couldn't, right. it wasn't feasible. They didn't have the equipment such right. that you could... You know, that it was right. in every practice, yeah. you know, yeah. that it made sense to be able to well, buy it from were like First, it was like the films that you had to like dip mm-hmm. in the thing and that's so time consuming. Oh, and gosh. Yeah. Have, like, yeah. I mean, it just wasn't practical right. to do it that way. But now it is. But it's important because you don't want to leave anything behind. Yeah, I was going to say leaving roots behind is, again. Yeah. 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 Is a problem. So, very important. Yeah. Very cool. We do have a method to our madness. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say sometimes I think the miscommunication or mm, I don't know if that's the right word. Maybe the misunderstanding mm-hmm. is because maybe we're not as good at communicating the value because I think we so often talk about it either amongst ourselves or it's just kind of like ingrained in your head yeah, that right. you think the people are on the same page as you. Right. Yeah. You know, and so it's right. like you forget that, oh my gosh, they might not know that we're doing this and this and this. Like when we had the doctor's meeting and you were talking about the difference between a hygienist and this. Right. It's like, oh, you know, that's a yeah. great way of explaining the difference. every time now. That yeah. Because yeah, it's, like, yeah, is... it's not just a cleaning. Yeah. Right. Know. And also you have to think that, you know, I think unfortunately most of the time when we're doing a dental on a dog, it's they're already into stage yeah. two and three mm-hmm. by the time it's recognized enough to say, oh, we should probably clean the teeth. So I would say most of the time we are doing some extractions by that point because what we see, at the, if we're seeing it in the gum, then what's happening on the x-ray is even more progressed than what we're seeing on the gum. On the gum. Yeah. yeah. So I think that, you know, it it does sometimes catch people by, you know, like, I didn't think we were going to have any extractions and, it's, you know, because we're doing the dog at the age of eight. Eight, you know? right. Yeah. Well, and I did – you know, Carla knows because I did the experiment on my own dog who was a dachshund who was known for periodontal disease. So we yeah. started at like, I don't know what age. I mean, and we start when we, we cleaned his teeth every nine to 10 months. Yeah. Oh, and wow. We, yeah. yeah. We, we did made a long time with A long time. Yeah. I want to think it, it might have been 11. Yeah. Like three it, years it, ago. It, I think it, is wasn't, when we, it was pretty recent. We started and it was just like the little molars in right. the back and it wasn't anything. Yeah. But I mean, and I do nothing. I, I hate to admit this, but I do nothing. Yeah. Ever. I don't practice veterinary medicine at my house. Yeah. <laughs> so like, that's a bad thing. It's hard. I'm a bad, I'm a bad owner. Yeah. People are like, how do you work in the field if you're such a crappy owner? Because like, you give them your tires. It's been a long day. I, I had this discussion with my animals. I was like, none of you are allowed to have any problems because exactly. I don't do anything when I come home. I'm that's sorry. Right. Check out Somebody mentally. ate like an entire bag of marshmallows or spilled flour and sugar when Sam was watching the dogs. I was like, I don't know. Hope you guys don't get sick. I'm like, I'm at work. <laughs> Seems like I don't want to do. <laughs> They'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Exactly. Oh gosh. Yeah. Anyway, so so yeah, Lance made it a really long time. That's yeah. fascinating. But I mean, that was cleaning it took his teeth every, every nine months. Yeah. it wasn't even every year. It was no. It was, it was like every nine. Months. It was like every nine to ten months because I would be like, "Is it time, Carla?" And she'd be like, "I think we would lose track of time, and we'd think it's been a year or yeah. fourteen months, and we'd look and it'd be like nine months." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh, she's like, bring him in. I was right. like, okay. Yeah. Yep. It paid off though because you kept his teeth for 11 years. Yep. He kept his teeth a long time. So he's got other problems now. <laughs> so we didn't clean his teeth. We just brought him in recently and we're like, nope, skip that. <laughs> oh. So anyway. Poor Lance. Anybody have anything else to add before we? I think this was great. There's so much 
pushback and questions about dentals, I feel like, and it gets I a little frustrating. I can talk about teeth all day. Yeah. So if anybody out there has any questions. For yeah. sure. Call us, email. Yeah. yeah. We're happy. They're happy. <laughs> love to talk about teeth. We to do discuss. <laughs> yes. Something soft. Oh, that yes. That was the, yep. Carlos mm, said something yeah. soft. Yeah, they do make some treats that are like, like the um, CED. I feel like they had like a brand that wasn't like a choo choo. The Tartar Shield ones. Yeah, they're Those? no, yeah, they I fall have, apart. Karina has one that I give my dogs, and it's it's not like a rawhide really hard. Like a, they can bite into it and mm-hmm. have a little resistance, but then it softens and they eat it within. They like eat a it minute. over time. Yeah. yeah, no, it's like quick. It's oh, like quick. a quick treat. Okay, uh, but it's not. Yeah. I don't know. I would also say for – because her dog is exceptionally picky. So it's like finger brushing or – You know, and we would be remiss without mentioning the Veterinary Oral Health Council. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, We love them. I mean, they do have a list of like tartar shields on there Mm -hmm. and then some of the rawhides. Mm -hmm. And I think they do – Healthy Mouth. Healthy Mouth, I think, is the water additive that Mm -hmm. they have tested and recommend – so, yeah, they're an independent council. They don't work for any one company. They just Mm-mm. test these products. And they're just yeah. testing to say that what is on the label, what the product is claiming to do actually that, does. It. Yes, that they've yeah. done some studies to show that they, it actually does what it says. Yeah. yeah. Great so, piece of information. Yeah. Love so it. check out their website, too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Outro. <laughs> okay, I'll go. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Veterinary Roundtable. Remember, send in those questions and be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at All Star Veterinary Clinic. If you enjoyed this episode or a previous episode, leave us a review on your podcast provider of choice. We'll see you in a few weeks for the next episode of the Veterinary Roundtable. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. Bye, everybody. Bye.